Hello, welcome to 10 Minute Tips, the podcast where we talk about important things in your home that are usually overlooked. I'm your host, Austin Smith, and I'm joined today by Mick Offlinger. Mick, how are you doing today? A little cold this weekend, but I'm okay. Yeah, it's been chilly. It's been chilly. Getting close to Christmas here. Yep. Well, before we jump in, I like to take just a moment to recognize our sponsor. 10 Minute Tips is sponsored by My HVAC Advocate. My HVAC Advocate is a company that puts you in total control of the HVAC replacement process through a pressure-free and 100% contactless online platform. Let's face it, replacing your furnace and AC is not fun. And usually when you get to that point, it's a bit of an emergency. My HVAC Advocate wants to make that process simpler and more affordable for you. Make sure to check out myhvacadvocate.com. That's myhvacadvocate.com to talk with an expert and get up to five free quotes on new equipment today. Cool. Well, today, Mick, uh, we are talking about snow, snowstorms. What should I do as a homeowner? What can I do? What do I need to do uh, to make sure that I'm prepared for a snowstorm, that my equipment is prepared for a snowstorm? Um, because I feel like one's coming. <laughs> I feel like at some point we're going to get hit. It's going to be freezing cold. It's going to get snowy. How do I make sure that my family is warm and cozy during that time? Yeah, when it's cold and the snow's coming, that's when your furnace is about to uh, do its work. Yep, yep, that's right. So my first question is, um, you know, at this point, we're, you know, partially through the winter season. Most people's furnaces have been running for several weeks now. Um, let's say I haven't serviced my furnace yet up to this point, and it, it seems like it's been running fine. Do I need to get it serviced? Is it something I, I maybe don't need to worry about this year? What are your thoughts on that? Simple answer is yes, get it serviced. Okay. You know, a lot of people, if they don't do it routinely every year, they forget about it, and now it's two years, three years. Yeah. Filters completely, you know, plugged. Uh, furnace is working extra hard trying to pull air through it. You just, you have to make it a priority, get a reminder and uh you know just get it done yeah i want to throw out this this new kind of offering i guess from my hvac advocate our sponsor uh virtualfurnacerepair.com uh, a process where you can go on you can get a tech to basically look at your equipment virtually walk um, through everything yeah everything that's safe for a homeowner to do absolutely yep. yeah and it's fairly cheap is that right yeah it's like 29.99 ah and uh you know a lot of problems can be solved relatively easily yeah um and if it's something obviously beyond that then uh we can help get a tech out to the house for a discounted rate and uh take care of whatever that issue is yeah it seems like every time i've had an issue it's been a oh you accidentally bumped a switch or something super simple yeah you know, 20 bucks as opposed to batteries. 120 bucks for somebody to come and tell me to change my batteries. Batteries in your thermostat, yeah. easy, filter, easy. There's a lot of things that, you know, are easy to fix. Yeah. And that's what this is all about. It's just helping a homeowner quick and easy. Yep. So that's virtualfurnacerepair.com. Make sure you check it out. Uh, next question for you, Mick. I see my neighbors every year. They come out and they put this tarp over their condenser outside and I don't, I don't know if that is something I need to do, but I, I see extra preparation taken for the outdoor part of my AC. What's the purpose to that? Is that something I need to worry about? 
a tarp is probably overkill, in okay. my opinion. I, you know, I would probably, you know, get a piece of plywood that's the size, you know, roughly two foot by two foot or two and a half foot by two and a half foot and put that on top just so that no ice or water, you know, does collect inside the condenser. But to put a full tarp on, you might be creating a temporary home for an animal. Yeah. Uh, you know, you might find a bunch of walnuts or whatever that, you know, uh, squirrels collect. <laughs> they might be collected underneath that tarp because it's nice and waterproof. So uh, probably overkill for a tarp, but I would definitely cover the top with a uh, piece of plywood or something like that. Yeah, I'd encourage our listeners to, to take a look at the placement of their condenser too. If it's, you know, depending on how your roof is sloped, I have seen condensers where an ice dam, you know, builds up on the roof and starts to melt and slides down and crushes the top of a condenser. That could be really bad. I've seen that. Plywood, you know, a big piece of plywood might help prevent some of that damage, but... Yeah, half-inch plywood or three-quarter plywood would be plenty strong enough to help prevent some of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But other than that, I mean, I know some manufacturers used to sell a cover uh, when you bought a unit, especially yeah. in, in our area in northern Indiana, but generally it it's can cause overkill. it can cause more problems if if yeah. you forget to take that off and your ac turns on in the spring that can cause a ton now, of damage now the fan motor is going to be working extra hard probably yep. you know overload probably flip some safeties off that type of thing yep it's just a bad scenario if you forget to yeah. you know take care of it first yeah cool so my next question is let's say the snowstorm hits um it's freezing cold outside. Nobody's leaving the house. School's canceled. You know, working from home. Whatever the situation, is there a specific temperature that I should look to be setting? Do I need to drop the temp a little bit so the furnace isn't overloaded? Do I need to bump it up to try and retain more heat? What are your thoughts? If your furnace is properly sized, you should be able to uh, run the furnace at whatever that temperature is that you prefer. If it's seventy, great, run it at seventy. But if Let's just say your furnace is undersized. Uh, your furnace is going to be fighting to try to achieve temperature. So, you know, if you needed a 90,000 BTU furnace and you have a 70,000 and we get another polar vortex, your furnace may not keep up the way it is designed to. Yeah. So something to think about. Um, I don't think you really should have to adjust the temperature either way if it's properly sized. Yeah. Yeah, whatever's comfortable. Yeah. And you think of the other side of that is too efficiency. You know, when it is really cold out, the reality is you, it's going to take more to heat your house. So your furnace might be running longer, even if it's high efficiency. Yeah. It you might notice a longer runtime, and generally, not as big a deal if you have a high efficiency furnace. Yeah. If your energy bill spikes, you know, a hundred dollars on a super cold stretch in the middle of winter, it might be a sign that it's time to look at. At more efficient equipment absolutely yeah well last question for you is there anything else that I can do to prepare for a snowstorm so one thing that we should talk about is you know if your furnace is running throughout the snowstorm and you feel like there's an issue another thing you could check uh, is the exhaust pipe if you have a high efficiency the PVC yeah. outside if for some reason it's pulling in you know air if it's pulling in snow and that snow starts to collect and you know basically make a little igloo inside your PVC, yeah, it's starving air to your furnace, which is going to cause your furnace to not run. So, yeah. you know that would be something that I would want to check. 
before you call out a technician. And that would be if there's like several feet of buildup, right? Well, you know, it depends on a lot of things, but, you know, that's something I would definitely check. Yeah. Nobody wants to, you know, put on their coat and, you know, their sandals or slippers or whatever <laughs> and go out, go out there and check. But it is it's better than paying someone $100 to come out and do it for you. Right. So. Yeah. I, I will say I've seen I've seen situations where I, it's probably not to code, but those exhaust and intake pipes are only six inches, maybe a foot above the ground and snow yeah. snow can drift and collect yes. pretty easily if, if they're not far enough off the ground absolutely yeah uh the drift could cause that issue also cool one other thing that i thought of in preparation this would be thinking long term might not help if a snowstorm's coming next week but insulating your house um absolutely can have a big benefit to your energy cost to the life of your equipment potentially you might not have to run as hard it, keeping heat in in the winter is important and and adding insulation making sure you have proper insulation yeah is I'm, a big deal. I'm in the middle of uh, finishing uh, flipping a house and we put r15 in the walls code was r13 we put 15 yep and then in the ceiling we put r38 wow and that house is rock solid it's going to use very little energy. I highly recommend insulation as a long-term solution. Yeah. Cool. Well, hopefully we don't get that massive snowstorm anytime soon. It feels like it's inevitable. It happens every winter. Uh, hopefully these tips can help you and your family stay warm and safe uh, when it hits. Thank you very much for listening to 10-Minute Tips. Again, be sure to check out all that myhvacadvocate.com has to offer, including virtualfurnacerepair.com great service make sure you check it out and be sure to listen in next week when we discuss mini splits are they an option for the winter we'll find out have a good week guys we'll talk to you next time